Jabba, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Many boats and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast where we discuss and celebrate everything from the Star Wars galaxy and much, much more. Every generation is a legend. Every legend is a podcast. And this is ours. I am your host, Brian Silliman. Joining me is one of the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. This is going to be another Caitlin free episode as Caitlin and Bush is unable to join us this evening, but worry not listeners. She will be back next week. Also sitting this week out is our our reprogrammed droid Azu, but honestly, (laughs) I am fine. Yeah, that's fine. I think everybody can take a break. It's okay. We got Mando next week, you know, so this is like the calm before the storm. Yeah. If I, if I say, yeah, if I would say that's it. And and you're, you're saying it. I'm saying it. <laughs> you're you're just you are committing. I'm committing to that. So that's right. It's another Matt and Brian untitled pilot, uh, but it's a uh, it's good. Matt, we were just talking before recording, and we are we pretty much uh, aside from uh, Star Wars, of course, we've pretty much got one thing on the brain that we wanted to talk about. So. We're just going to we're just going to do it fast. If you're not interested in what we're about to talk about, just skip ahead a just little bit. Just skip ahead. Hit the, the 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 click ahead 30 seconds a few times and then we'll we'll be good. <laughs> but uh welcome I guess to Trek the Pod. Terrible, terrible name. Uh, we'll work on that. And um for season three, episode one of Star Trek Picard. Shut up, Wesley. Let's sound the spoiler klaxon. Woo. Oh, that sounds nice. If you haven't watched it yet, skip forward because we don't want to spoil you. The short thing is we're both going nuts over this. Oh, right? man, this thing is great. I'm so glad it lived up to the hype because, like, I feel like all I saw on Twitter for for months was everybody that got to see the first six episodes, all the press, you know, and uh, it's everybody talking about how great it was. I was a little afraid that it wasn't going to live up to that hype, and ooh, it did. It did. Yeah, same. And and I'm someone. I'm I'm feel like in the in the minority that really loves seasons one and two. I can see <laughs> there are some uh, things in season ooh. two that I can see. Well, this isn't exactly what was planned. We're going to stretch this a little bit. But I loved it. Yes, you know, I love season one and season two. When it when it hits, it. It was it was great for me. I mean, so mm, but this, was, yeah, yeah. Season one uh, yeah, and two. I know, I yeah, know. Okay. It's, it's, We're not, it's not it. for everybody. Not for everybody. It's, I'm just saying for me. But I think everybody should also know that you don't need to see seasons one and two to enjoy this you, new season. You don't of need to. I mean, I think it helps to understand characters like Raffi and where yeah. Seven is right now. But you don't have to. Um, it's just it's just joyous from the very first title card in the 25th century, which is uh, direct rip from a, a, a will change tweak of the opening of Star Trek two <laughs> to um, we were also just saying one of our favorite things in Trek, a, a dramatic exit from space dock. Yeah, oh, man. Aft thrusters, one quarter impulse power. I commander aft thrusters, one quarter impulse power. 
And they nailed that one, too. That looks great, all updated and in, you know, I hate to say HD, (laughs) 4K. I don't know. (laughs) It looks great. Yet yet it's a constitution, like inspired neo-constitution class, they're saying. So it, 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 the Titan, rather, it looks a little similar, but, but isn't. And little things throughout, you look at, uh, Beverly Crusher finally in the show. Oh man. The very first like pan through her ship. She's got a Carrington award right there. And I'm like, that's what Dr. <laughs> Bashir was so worried about winning in early deep space nine. This show is crazy on the Easter eggs. Like they hired people just to put Easter eggs into this, which I appreciate. Yeah, but <laughs> absolutely. And yet that's not that it's still firmly rooted in character and, and yes, not where they've not been so much as where they're going too much yet. No, I, it's a mix. I feel like yeah. there's, you know, for Picard Riker antics alone, it's just moving it forward. And I, of course, I also mentioned this to you, the Captain Shaw's blue steak. <laughs> Delicious. Is the, yep, yep. I knew it. I knew. <laughs> there's something like about meeting an antagonist that's eating a good meal, you know, like I, a bad guy eating food. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to keep being an antagonist. I, you know, I, ho- I don't think so. I hope not. I love that actor. I'm sorry. His name is uh, Todd Stashwick. From Todd Stashwick from 12 Monkeys. He is incredible. Like he was great in 12 Monkeys. That's I think we've said this before, but if you've if you haven't seen 12 Monkeys, I recommend going back and check that out. Like Terry Metalis. That's where we know Terry Metalis. Exactly. Yeah. He comes from 12 Monkeys and now he's doing Trek and he's just he's got a I don't know. Does a great story. He's really good. Respectfully, Captain, I am an admiral. Retired. Congrats on that. But I'm still a captain without a chair. Titan's mine now. I, I thought he was going to be kind of like a Jellico type, or <laughs> one, or a, a Captain Styles from yeah. Star Trek Three. But yeah. no, I, I I don't know why, but I kind of like him. Well, it, you know, it would be it would be pretty obvious, not obvious, but expected if they just killed him off and they took over the ship. Something else has to happen. I have a feeling maybe he'll get like captured or something. Like they got to get him yeah. off the Titan because they got to have, have to reason. You have to have a reason to put oh, guard in the chair. No. Let them have the Titan. Let 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 the others have like the Enterprise H or whatever we're on now. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's like what's what's coming. Like the big twist is like they're just going to get on a ship and by episode three and then have seven episodes of fun aboard the new Enterprise or something. Yeah, I I don't like the um, him forcing seven to use the name Monica Hansen. That's Ooh, did not like that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, we'll see. I'm sure there's much more will be revealed. And we haven't even met a lot of the legacy, re-resumed our relationship with the legacy characters yet, nor met Amanda Plummer. So no, there's there's just there's there's a a lot lot happening. Like you mentioned that there's so many nods to like the original series because they're they're like I which is, you know, it's celebrating all of Trek, which I love. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I love that they, they centered it around this fleet day event, too. Frontier Day, Frontier I believe, Day, is, sorry. is is um. Th- there are a lot of Enterprise nods. Well, that's the best part. Like you, it, by making it Frontier Day and having this big ship parade, you can have like every ship that's ever been in Star Trek ever uh, on the show. Yeah, and and they've already plugged the museum. And yeah. if you look, what ships are in the museum? The original Voyager is in the museum, of course. Why I not? I think the yep. Enterprise A is in the museum. Yeah, and who's in charge of the museum? Jordy LaForge. Yep. It makes sense because Enterprise having a presence here because that's one of the first jobs Terry Metalis had. Yeah. Was was uh, 
on the set of Enterprise, and they named Metallus Prime after him. <laughs> yeah, which he now plugged so back course, into the show. It was on Voyager, it. and it was on it's on this show now. Yeah, <laughs> if I, I'd use it. Yeah, why if, not? Um, I, I'd go to I'd go if Romano Prime was a thing. I'd Listen, set every story. There. As long as it's good Trek, I don't care. Call whatever the hell you want. You know, it's, and it is. It's, and it's, it's good um, Trek. Yeah. It's I I love it and and already the Goldilocks crap is happening online and I I don't care <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy my thing so I, I I we realize that this is you know mostly a Star Wars podcast we we've talked a lot about wanting to get into more discussed Trek before because both you me and Caitlin are all huge Trek fans yes. And it scratches different itches from Star Wars, at least for me. It's not, well, it's all sci-fi. It's a very different thing. Very different. And I like I like it because it's different, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'm, I'm in a Star I'm in a, well, if I'm in a Star Wars mood, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm in. Like yeah. there's, there's no mood quite like it. If I'm in a sci-fi mood, then I'll, I'll want to, you know, throw on Star Trek or a Doctor Who or. Well, yeah. You know, and there's so many different Blade flavors Runner. of Star Trek. I mean, there's Star, there's the Star Trek movies, which are really more action movies. Then you have the more like intricate episodes that go deep into like, you know, sentient robots repairing robots, you know, <laughs> like it, it kind of. Well, yeah, you have goes across the, the, the ethical conundrums. And then yeah. you have the, a brilliant episode like TNG season five Dharmak, which is <laughs> just about connection and yeah. and language. So good. His eyes uncovered. The kind of episode where, as a kid, I was like, "There's no real phaser firing," even though there is in that. Right? They're not fighting. There's no starships really battling. This is boring. Yeah. As an adult, <laughs> it's different. I'm like, "This is brilliant." I just remember uh, Picard wears his cool coat uniform in that episode. Yeah, that was know? the jacket. That <laughs> yeah, was the, the first of the jacket. But that's how weird a kid I was. I wasn't even getting into the episodes. I was like, "Oh, another episode with a jacket." All right, that's three. Yeah, <laughs> We're not alone on that. This is a thing. Like this is you've said this many times, but if we knew each other back then, oh, we would have been such fast oh, the friends. best of friends. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the only thing I don't understand about young you is your obsession with the Prometheus. But that's that's oh, what a beautiful thing. ship, and it was just so fun. You know, it it's turns into three parts. It's three parts. You know, three ships in one. That's not the love. Anyway, so that's that. This has been Trek the Pod. Okay, thank you everyone for bearing with us. But yeah, that was nice. You know, it's a little step out of the comfort zone. Yeah, we're we're not here to talk about Jean Luc Picard or uh, William Riker, Riker or Jazz or Seven or Raffi or any of that. No, we are recording on February twenty second, twenty twenty three, and we are ready to jump back into season two, episode seven through ten of the Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Woo! But before we do, let's... I was about to say toss it to Caitlin. Before we do, let's toss <laughs> it to here. me yeah. <laughs> for some news on the march. News on the march! It's just us. Yep. Okay, yep. thank you, me. <laughs> um, here's the news, Matt. You ready for the big news? Oh, I some can't Some really big what Star is Wars news. Here it is. Season three... Of the Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. Is coming on March 1st. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the news. Oh, my God. Well, that's, I, I did not know that. I can't believe it. <laughs> I, I uh, it, It's coming. It's coming fast. There are little TV promos and stuff all over social media. I, I've been avoiding the last couple little trailers because yeah. I, 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 I don't. 
want to see anymore. I want it to be a surprise. But I think they're doing what they've done before where they've hid. I, I can see where everything we've seen in some of the trailers are from like the first two episodes. Yes. Yeah. We always talk about like, like you're seeing just different angles of the same scenes, really. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so it, that's really the new is that it's coming next and we'll we'll be we'll be there. We'll be covering it. The plan is we're going to have an episode, an episode of this podcast for every episode of Mando and continuing to do Bad Batch in there. It's going to be crazy Star Wars Wednesdays moving forward, isn't it? We're going to be yeah recording Wednesdays, the day that both shows drop. And then uh, we'll get the yeah. show out as soon as we can after that. It's going to be jam packed. It's uh, going to be a lot to cover, but I'm excited. Oof. Now, are you going to be watching Matt, the new Mando first and then Bad Batch or <laughs> pre, or or have the Bad Batch as like an appetizer and hmm. then Mando? That depends. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to watch Mando first just because I'm going to have to beat the online rush to spoil Mando, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, You're sadly. saying there's not as much online rush to spoil Bad Batch? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've been good about avoiding I it. Know. I don't know if there is. I don't know. I don't know what there is to spoil. It's like, well, the, 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 there was a bridge over lava. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no, no, it, it's not nothing against Bad Batch, but I'll probably be going for Mando first. It's like, yeah, come on. Yeah, I would like to watch Mando second because I would like to watch Mando at night. You know, if I would like take my time, really enjoy it. But I'll probably rush yeah. and watch it on my phone or something. You know, just yeah, uh, <laughs> unless somebody bashes you in the head with a rock and you're unconscious all day. I wouldn't do that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, I hope, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> that you. was just violent. It's a violent image. Seriously. Here. But, but I know you have Mando fever. I've got a fever. I got a fever. And the only prescription. And the only prescription. Is more Mando. Yeah. I mean, this is coming from Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> Bruce Dickinson. Cock of the walk, baby. Wearing uh. You know, Beskar plated diapers. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it, it's nice that that after we, we had a great time with with things like Obi-Wan, great time with with uh, Andor, such a revelatory experience with Andor um, bouncing around. We got our bad batch and everything else. But there's something about Mando that's like not coming home because it's only been a few years. Yeah. But it's like this is our home base. Yeah. And I think for all of you know. Star Wars right now, Mando is home base, you know, for us and for everybody. Like this feels like the the premiere series right now. It's the flagship, if I if I might, you know. Yeah. And and, and aside from him crashing about half of the book of Boba Fett, um, it's been <laughs> right. a while since we've had his actual show. We'll see yeah. if Boba Fett crashes an episode of this. You know, I, I've been doing a, a rewatch of, you know, Mando and I finished Mando and then had to go into Boba and I didn't want to yeah. really start over Boba, but I started from like, I'm trying to find Man follow Mando's journey. So I picked it up from when Mando shows up. Um, okay. Just cause I, I rewatched Boba a few weeks ago, so I didn't need to do it again. But uh, yeah, we you, you and I both re I think rewatch are the champions of rewatching. I've rewatched Bo Book of Boba like a thousand times. <laughs> like, so, but I had to rewatch it as part of my Mando rewatch. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, if Boba Fett doesn't show up in this this season, I'm going to be pissed off. Like, if Boba Fett doesn't get a, like one episode in the new Mando season, first I'll be shocked if he doesn't because he'd be stupid not yeah. to. Like, especially if this season falls into that same format of like, you know, there's an arching story, but weekly episodes that's going to send Mando, Mando 
planet to planet, meeting all kinds of Star Wars friends. You know, like I feel you're, like, are, are you saying if he doesn't show up, you're going to boycott? I am going to boycott. Yeah, I'm going to not watch. You, know? <laughs> you heard it here. He's going to boycott. I'm going to boycott that series um, if Boba Fett doesn't show Bobacott? up. Where? <laughs> um, it, it's um, it, it's interesting. Yeah, it, it, people. A, a lot of t- people in reading. It's like, oh, does this mean I have to watch Book of Boba Fett? It's like. No, you don't have to. You get to. Yeah. Exactly. Like you have the privilege of getting to watch Book of Boba <laughs> right. Fett. You don't have to watch any of this. Yeah, you got to stretch that Disney Plus uh, sign up a little bit more. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like, I, I I don't know. As a fan, I'm like, why would you not want to? I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I agree. I can see him at the very least popping up at least him. I would hope that both he and Fennec show yes. up. Yes. Yeah. Can I, can I ask um, you a question now? Yeah. Who, who else do you think uh, is going to show up? Like, who do you think is the, the Luke Skywalker of this season of Mandalorian? Who's going to blow our minds this season? Um, That's a good question. I, I'd, I, mm. It'd be easy to do an Ahsoka setup and get like a little taste of Thrawn, maybe, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could see the Thrawn possibly debuting. Like little the hint Thrawn of reveal yeah. of who's playing him and everything actually happening here. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, um, I could see uh, probably not Ezra, but maybe Sabine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the Mando storyline. Yep. But I could see that being more of, you know, how Bo-Katan was in Mando se- season two. I could see Sabine entering the story kind of early. In terms of the later story punch, though, oh, boy. Um, I don't know. I... I, I Self, selfishly, just it's not on the level. Of, I mean, who who beats who's going to beat Luke Skywalker? Who's I don't know. Beat that? I really don't know. De-aged Harrison Ford from uh, I mean, you yeah, know, from or, the Indiana or, Jones um, movie steps off the lot. I mean, I I would. It's silly, but I would love like Hondo Onaka. Yeah, that'd be great. On the I same mean, level. yeah, you brought in Cad Bane. Well, Why not bring in Hondo? Well, yeah, it's it's true. Um, so I, I I that's a that's a great question. I really don't know. I, I'm glad that I don't really have any grand yeah. hope or dream. Let's just enjoy we'll it. Be surprised. Yeah. Let's just enjoy it together let's every just, week. Let's go to, together. <laughs> let's go on the ride together. Not on the razor crest, because as we know, uh, boom, boom goes the shit, you know, but on in the, in the new N one Starfighter that Caitlin hates, we'll be zooming around with the baby. Oh, he's and getting, and he's getting a new razor crest. I'm going to call it again. I'll say it every episode. Like it's going to happen. He asked uh, Pelimato for one. She's going to get him one. Oh, well, we know she's in the show. Yeah. Oh, and we, it looks yeah. like her tooth still isn't. <laughs> but you'd rather him get a new Razor Crest and not say a, a certain Corellian freighter that shares the same model Ooh, as. Can you imagine that? That would You be, know where I'm going? That would be. That's where I'm surprised you haven't brought this up. Like is, the man, Mando gets an outrider, everybody well, from. No, uh, I, I'm saying. He he meets a man who already owns the outrider. Oh, well, I mean, and that listen. character becomes canon even more canon. We know tales of Vancor um, through this show. I can't believe that Dash Rendar, if he popped up on the Mandalorian, that's got to be your dream of dreams. That's my dream of dreams. Hot wish alarm. You know, that's all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they would have to. I mean, if they want to break the internet, if they want to blow the minds of maybe like. <laughs> 20% of their audience. There are <laughs> dozens of us. <laughs> this is one thing I, for, for, for the life of me, I will never understand this, but, um, but I don't have to, I just love that you love it. 
You know, we're talking about Dash Rendar, everybody, from Shadows of the Empire. You know, that would be yeah. something if he showed up, you know, driving the Outrider. I mean, I don't know. It'd be fun. It's a cool piece of Star Wars. It, they it would be shifting because we don't. Yeah, we, if we don't necessarily need it, it would be rewriting where his story sets, but we don't need it there. I feel like where Shadows of the Empire was. Yeah, no, it put it here. It would be interesting here. Make him a doofus. Just make him like a complete <laughs> cocky doofus. It's all, you know, it'd be so much fun. Like a Thor. You know, you know, listeners, what, what's actually happening here <laughs> is that Matt Romano has already been on set and has played the role and is just waiting for us to see him in the park. I played him day. as the biggest doofus <laughs> you have ever met. <laughs> Name a dash Randar. What's going on here? Mind if I eat this mantel mix? <laughs> okay, well, I, that's not really news. That just no, that's not news. That's just us being excited for Mando, thing, but honestly, yeah. It's coming on March 1st. If you're listening to this, I'm fairly sure you will be streaming it on up. And that has been News on the March. With that, we're going to charge into episodes 7 through 10 of season 2 of The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. Now, these episodes, the latest one we're talking about is brand new. The other ones, it's just been a couple weeks. And we don't want to spoil you for any of it. There nope. are some interesting things in there. Be better off going in blind, I think. Yeah. Fly, not flying blind, but just going on the journey. <laughs> so be warned that we're about to get into severe spoiler territory and not sitting out this week. That's right. He's here, as I as promised. Oh, for the whole season. Per contract. Let me, let me get him. You cut. You cut. No, put it down. I told you you only had two hours with that. The two hours was up two and a half hours ago. Come Wait, on. But what is that thing? He's please playing his switch light. Uh, come on. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. That's that's not gonna. Come yeah. on, we're doing it. It's time for you to do it. What's, what, what game is he playing? Don't give me that look. Okay. Here, sit, sit down, sit in the chair and do it. That was so rude. I was, in, I was enjoying my game of Katamari Damacy, but that is okay. Oh. I am here as promised and as negotiated by contract to warn you. After you hear the spoiler klaxon, there will be severe spoilers for the bad batch. And even though next week, yes, I will be back to avoid all spoilers about the Mandalorian because... Yeah. I still want to see the baby, and I think I'm going to. But in the meantime, all aboard my magical train of spoilers and Fata Morgana and Klaus Kinski, and here we go, sound the spoiler klaxon. And what is there, Matt Romano? Oh, uh, there is a clear order. You should watch The Bad Batch, episodes 7, 8, 9, and 10 before listening to our podcast. Of season two, of season make two, sure yeah, you yeah. clarify it to season <laughs> damn two. It, damn it, the season. No, it's God. okay. Do not swear at me. Oh, I am Werner. Sorry, sorry, Werner. I, I apologize. That's all right. He's gone okay. now. <laughs> and here we go again. Punch it. Good soldiers follow orders. Cavalry has arrived. The Bad Patch, Season 2, Episodes 7, 8, 9, and 10. Episodes 7 and 8, The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences. Premiered on Disney Plus on February 8th, 2023. The Crossing debuted on February 15th. And then Retrieval on February 22nd. That was just this morning. We watched that just, well, I didn't watch it this morning. I watched it a couple hours ago. Yes. But that was today. On this, on the day of, 
day of, of our recording. recording. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's begin with uh, season two, episodes seven and eight. This was a, a two-parter that came out back, back, the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences. Let me run down the big events just to refresh. Lots going memory. on. Go for it. Lots going on here. Uh, old buddy Admiral Rampart in the Empire trying to cover up the destruction of Camino. Yep, we didn't do that. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, it was it was dark. It was really we didn't bad know. Storm. Uh, Senator Rio Chuchi fights for clone rights and fights for the truth to come out. Rex bring in, in the second part of this. Rex brings the batch in to help out. A clone is revealed as an assassin. All of the efforts of Rio Chuchi and Bail Organa, who they are successful to a certain point in their efforts in this episode, then at the very end fail thanks to the last minute appearance of Emperor Palpatine. Echo then decides to stay with Rex, at least for the moment, and leaves the batch. So here's some points of interest. Here's some, and and I'm going to get initial. I want to get your initial impressions in a second, Matt. But I, oh, yeah, I lay it all on me. This yeah. two parter, go for it. This two parter for me was everything I love about this show. Yes, it Agreed. was very, it was very very Clone Warsy, mm-hmm. except in this time period. And it's like, well, here's what l- would happen that. I just thought, well, that all makes sense. I just hadn't thought of it like that. What were your thoughts on this two parter? Oh yeah, I mean, this is this is the Bad Batch at its best when it's you know dealing with the transition from Republic to Empire, dealing with like the the struggle of the clones, their brothers, um, you know, because that because really we've talked about this before. The, this is a continuation of the clone story. Um, yeah. I don't know, and and when they're focused on you know that at the central core. Of the episode, I don't know. It's at its best. That's what I, I I agree with you. For me, this is Bad Batch at its best. Not not to mean I don't enjoy it when it's not this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The missions are fun. They're, it's all fun. It seems like it. Do you get Do you get a little whiplash sometimes where it's like because these are <laughs> these are not ultra serious, but more serious than say you know oh it's another mission from Sid and yeah. it's. it's one week it's it's this crazy racing thing to get Sid out of trouble again, and the next is this serious ongoing tragedy of the clones <laughs> who yeah. are just being tossed away. Yeah, is, is it sometimes a little whiplash for you? Absolutely. I mean, especially because when when it gets into the like character of the week episode episodic uh, thing, you know, it's like oh, we meet this week, we meet Benny, and then one week it's the old guy in the woods, and you know, it's they're always. <laughs> Classic, classic, yeah, classic Star Wars characters. The the old guy in the woods. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean that, and like that's that's the story structure, and it, it's a lot of fun. But I don't know, it's it's sometimes a little whiplashy because like, oh yeah, the the the, the clone stuff is so meaty, and I just want to get back to that, and it's like, oh, okay, well we'll go racing for a while, that's fine, but then we got to wait a week to get back to the good stuff. I mean, not for long. I mean, it, this is it, it. Very much sometimes reminds me of what it was like, and I've said this so many times, and this is again old man walking to school on a winter's day with no shoes back in my day. But when the clone wars was originally on it's sometimes it was 22 minutes. And sometimes you got a uh, landing at point rain. Sometimes you got Senate murders. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. It, and, and which is great. Which a really fun episode if you're, but really lends itself to watching a couple at a time when that was the 22 minutes of star Wars we got for that week. 
and this is before sequels were ever a thing. Yeah, Mando yeah. was ever a thing. That was that. That's what you get. Take it and like it. Oh yeah. It's sometimes there was a feeling of, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, well. Two thoughts on that. One, can you imagine if the internet was what it is now? You know, to, reacting to, to, to Clone quote Wars. a smuggler we love, <laughs> trying not to, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then second, uh, what I miss about Clone Wars, especially when watching Bad Batch, is that three-episode arc, you know, that structure. Because I like kind of staying in yeah. one place for a while. The whiplash is because it's like, this week we're in a mine. This week, even though the mine was two-parter, but like, you know, it's like, here we're in a mine. Here we're on a moon. You know, we're all over the place. That's a really good point. And sometimes they did have like Mortis was three episodes. Yep. Um, the original Savage thing was three episodes. You'd have these three and then sometimes four episode yeah, arcs. Happen very um, often. And and so, that's why I get excited with Bad Batch when they have a two parter. Yeah. When it's like we're gonna we're gonna do a two parter. And especially if they say one of them's called the clone conspiracy, I'm like, Yes. Oh yeah, we're getting into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, but even sometimes a solo when I when I saw the title "The Solitary Clone," I was like, "I know who that's gonna be." <laughs> um, yeah. So, but anyway, here's some uh, some points of interest for yes, for it. this two parter. Because speaking of Clone Wars and Senate murders, for that reason, we uh, for that matter, there's a lot of connections here. We got Senator Rio Chuchi who we mm-hmm. first met in the Clone Wars season one, the episode Trespass. She is a dominating force in this two-parter, really kind of the lead in a way. Bail Organa making his first appearance on The Bad Batch. Hell yeah. Halle Bertoni, one of the only Kaminoans left standing. Um, also from, I believe, uh, definitely from Clone Wars, I believe first first appeared in maybe Senate Murders, mm. but kind of a, a war profiteer. And even the name Halle Bertoni at the time <laughs> still was a play on Halle Burton. Yes, I was going to say. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. Very, it, it, it's one, it's not quite Jedi Master, I'm a gun die. Yeah. <laughs> For the younger um, listeners, Wikipedia or something, but yeah. yeah. Not cool. Um, but it, it's also not uh, doofus to use the force. Yeah, so yeah. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, it, 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 I'm wondering if they if they're like, should we somehow change it? No. So we got Ton Wee, Lama Sue, and Halle Bertoni. <laughs> but okay, uh, Masa Meda, uh popping back up to ruin the day, and of course Ian McDermott in the role as Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, and there's really no mistaking when it. Uh, it actually was Ian McDermott. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, that he's doing this. Yeah. And at, in this time period, appearances from him in public are very, very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had Tianra Pomlo. Did you recognize the senator? A hooded yes. senator with a white hood? Uh-huh. Yes, from Rogue that One. We, yeah. Yes. What is she proposing? <laughs> not not that one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was cool seeing them. I had a, no Mon Mothma. Yeah. Um, I was I, I was a little surprised that she wasn't seen in this episode. Maybe she's off dealing with, you know, El uh, Morano husband. I don't know. Well, you know, I, I think it's smart to keep her kind of out of the Bad Batch and not muddy up the Andor waters, you know, because then you'd be thinking she, she's walking off scene in Andor and like bumping in the yeah. wrecker. <laughs> you know? the, so it's uh, it, like she uh, has one of those things like the old Batman 66 show <laughs> right. Genevieve O'Reilly gets at the top of the pole. And when she's at the bottom, right. she's animated. Right, man. You know what? I, <laughs> I love star Wars. The fact that like, you know, Luthen could just walk uh, right into 
a wrecker and you know just like wrecker can walk into the shop what kind of person are you here i am in the senate chamber i burn my life away so you can live um and he's like i'm gonna bash it okay yeah it's like that's an interesting point um but the senate in general is more empty and it's a little closer to what we see in andor um a lot of empty seats a lot of empty seats and empty chambers um Yeah, so so there is a, a bit of a maybe I'm forcing that I don't know. Um, Rex is operating out of the garage owned by the Martez sisters. Absolutely. We know that. Yeah, we know that he's close with them. They're not there, um, but he's still borrowing it. Um, the cover up of the destruction of Camino. I found it interesting that things like this, at least of where we are in the timeline, they still have to cover it. They have yeah. to cover it up. There's no. When they just blow up Alderaan, they're like, yep, we did that. <laughs> yeah, and we want you to yet. know that we did that. Yeah, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. They're yeah. still getting the, the the regional governors in line, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the Senate even still being a thing is there. So yeah. we're, I thought it's interesting. Oh, they still have to cover up and pretend not very hard. Right. <laughs> that all it <laughs> right. takes is a couple lines from the emperor to take care of it. But – it, like, it's okay, just okay, interesting. Okay. Whatever you say, dude. Yeah, it's like they're just <laughs> they're still playing along. But they're if this was say many years after that, a new hope. It's like, yeah, we did that. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. That's right, nothing. Um, we got clone rights. Yeah, is a big theme here, and the failure of clone rights. I like that Rio Chuchi is really fighting for this. Yeah, and it's like these are living beings. They we can't just dispose of them and. I don't know about you, but it made me, and she fails at that, and it instantly made me think of the homeless clone on the street in yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is awful. I mean, and it's it's really sad in the scene that the, the people opposing this are like the banking clan. You know, it, it's not it's not even like worlds. It's just, it, it's the institutions that, you know, survived from, you know, the and separatists. how do they still have seats in the Senate at <laughs> exactly. all? Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get it. How how it all works? The Commerce like, Guild and the Banking Clan. It's it's how how are you allowed in the building? <laughs> you know, it's Reconstruction. You know, they 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 let they let them back in. I don't know. You know. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. And, and yeah. <laughs> I I wonder why things got so bad. Well, it's yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But but it's it's such a parallel to to our times too, and like the fight for veterans and like having a voice for veterans and who speaks up for the soldiers, you know, they've got no, yeah, really- unfortunately, unfortunately it's highly applicable, isn't it? Yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. Once, once again, um, yeah. we made a disposal, disposable army. First thing we did was we destroyed the people that created the beings that created the army. Yeah. And yeah. now we're just going to yeah. kind of forget about the yeah. army. Hey, but this week here's Teo. Hey, Teo. Hey, you, you guys really fast. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know? And it's here here's and here's a clear where they they're going running from an assassin this whole time and then it's revealed this assassin is a clone and the clone says who are you and they say I'm a believer. Yeah. And I saw his face. Uh sorry. <laughs> but that is was chilling cuz it and it made me think of crosshair but yep. also that I I was wondering if if some of these clone believers are some of them are going to end up as death troopers or mm. I don't know. I just want to ask, well, what do you believe? Well, who are these garbage? guys? Are they that's clones? What they are they like late stage clones? I like, you know, I don't, I don't know. know. What's what, who are these mysterious I, boys? I, I'm wondering if it's not 
anything to do with the chip if they just like, you know, they have personalities, they have individual thoughts. There's no group think. Some of them would see what the Empire's doing and be like, yep, I yeah. like that. I bet they're getting jacked I, up with something. They're they're giving them something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're getting some Absolutely. like, uh, I don't know, whatever that stuff in Iron yep. Man 3 was. Turns into like oh, a... Ex- extremist? <laughs> extremist, yeah, exactly. How is that weird? <laughs> That's what they're getting. (laughs) You know what keeps going through my mind? Where's my sandwich? Yeah. Um, I I love that. Also, the one speaking of clones, we we are back at seventy nines. First scene in season six of the Clone Wars, the Clone Bar. Talk about empty chairs and empty tables. I you know. Yeah, I mean, and they're looking really depressed. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if we're just gonna see someone just the Empire just come along and blow that place up. Yeah, something. shut it's it like, down. It's like, sorry, you got a health code violation. John Taffer's <laughs> going to come in for clone John bar Taffer. rescue. Be like, shut this place down. <laughs> um, Look at this meat. It's gross. <laughs> it's raw. <laughs> now you're telling me that you want to serve the people of Coruscant. I believe you. Okay. That was my um, wife you enough. served. <laughs> so it's, enough of, it's enough of my I'm John sorry. Taffer impression, but trust me, I could do more, but I will not. Um, they end up blaming the whole thing on, I, I love how this whole time Admiral Rampart is like, Vice Admiral Rampart's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm untouchable. Yeah. And of course, he becomes the fall guy. He's yeah. like, that one man was behind <laughs> all of this. Yeah. He acted alone. That's how they do it. That's how the Empire does it. They just, they, you know, they wipe them off the table. you would know better than anyone. Oh, yeah. I was, I served for many years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why you got out of stuff like this. Oh, well, that was the, that wasn't the cause. But anyway, moving on. Well, that's a story for another time. (laughs) I I like that. Yeah. We think that everything is, is about to work out. And then this was kind of a, I'll, not quite a mind blown, but it was it was a gasp where the f- floor of the Senate opened up and it can and, and, you know, the minute it opened, who's coming out? Oh, yeah. And, and in that moment, you knew he had the, con- the situation under control. Like if for a minute, you're oh. like, oh, wow, wow, this is some some stuff happening. We're going to get a it's some clone it's representation. Like it, Here we go. Yeah. The whole time it was under his control yep. until, OK, this is we're further along in the plan where, OK, they're actually making me do this. All right. It's not quite the nuclear option, option, but him raising his thing and showing yeah. up. He's yeah. like, I'm going to handle this personally now. Yeah. And a couple lines from him and it's done. Yeah. Um, entire episode nullified. Rampart thrown to the dogs. And that's it. Everybody yeah. shuts up. And he says it for this is the first time the word stormtrooper is said in the series. And he has one of his classic pronouncements. It's like, saying it's like First Galactic Empire, except it's the Imperial Stormtrooper. <laughs> and people kind of like, yay. And it's yeah. it's like, you shouldn't be clapping for that. Yeah. It, he, he says it's the best. This is going to be the best thing ever. Yeah. We're going to recruit and half the galaxy to die for yeah. nothing. And, and once again, it's, it's like this is how democracy dies. I, I, it was interesting. Rio Chuchi's presence in this really made me think of Padme a lot mm-hmm. and how her presence, not her, the characters. I, 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 it's not like, Oh, I, I, I really wanted Padme to be in this episode, but yeah. I bet the characters themselves would have liked Padme to have been there. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, because they're they're well. First of all, like Padme was first to go through the journey that she's now going through the the awakening of realizing whoa something's not right here and like you know dedicating your life to this cause, the Senate, and then watching it just you know deteriorate and not be you know everything you thought it was you know and Padme learned that lesson quick and then died for it. I'll say you know. Wrong place, wrong oh, yeah. time. And it for, kept for a couple other reasons, couple too. A couple other reasons, you know, got caught up in it, we'll say. Um, Lost the will to live being one of them. You know, something. She, that's the problem. She got caught up in the crossfire. <laughs> right. But if she if she stuck around, if she was around, she would be right in this group of, of senators, you know, trying to change things. With bail, hanging out, making things happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it would have changed any, changed the outcome. But I also think it's, it's one less little annoying. And that's what it would be. Just a, a little tick on the back of the emperor. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, at least it's, it's instead of being 90, 92%, it's 91% annoyance right, because at right. least she's gone. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, echo has been, we've getting, getting his growing discontent. It's like, we really, just going to keep doing these missions for Sid or aren't we going to do something more? He stays behind with Rex. I'm going with Rex. The clones will need our help now more than ever. I can't turn my back on them. It's a rough parting here. Omega doesn't take it well. And as we'll see, she still has problems dealing with it in the episodes that follow. I don't know about you, Matt, but I found myself thinking, can we stay with Echo and Rex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling if we could leave the Bad Batch for an episode, we will get a Rex and Echo episode down the line. Like, it's going to happen. Maybe I, I would have liked to have stayed with them, too, immediately after this episode. But, you know, I think we'll get back to them shortly. I, I want Rex, Echo, and Cody. Yeah, that would be a fun episode. Maybe they go get and Cody. Yeah, they link up with Cody. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, because we know that he's in the wind. Oh, it, this so whole cool. time between the bar and these realizations and these horrible truths, I kept thinking of Fives mm. and the horrible fate of Fives who found out about all of this. Yeah. And then through the then Chancellor Palpatine's manipulations, died Bit it. for it. Yep. And it's just the tragedy of the clones is yeah. just – monumental doesn't stop um it it doesn't <laughs> can't stop won't stop yeah. and i'm wondering how far how long the season's going to go and how far they're going to take it um, yeah. do you think this is the, the bad the bad batch is going to go forward with a season 3 yeah oh uh woo. i i think so i feel like this is like a three act play at least you know yeah. Um, and like this season's really just building up to them joining Rex and going to like fight the empire. You know, I think that the rest of this season is this journey, you know, to, to the decision that we all are, we keep talking about, we want them to make and it's go help people, you know, help everybody forget Sid, forget the missions, forget hiding, help people. Yes. So that's the journey this season. Season three is going to be all about the helping people. And I think you can maybe end it after that if you have to. But you could suck years out of this story if they keep going on these like little mission type episodes, you know, because no, the show isn't isn't going viral. It's not hitting pop culture in the way that, say, Mandalorian did, but it is doing well. 
yeah. in terms of however, I don't know if you trust it, these streaming rankings or whatever else. It's, it's got to be doing well. I mean, compared to is. streaming, other streaming shows. I mean, Netflix has 79 billion shows that don't perform probably like an inch yeah. of what this and, show does. And if you don't watch them at least once a month, you're going to get locked out of your account, even though that's not true anymore. <laughs> sure. But could you yeah. believe that nonsense? You, don't even get me started about streaming. It's like, absolutely. Yes, general. I can believe that nonsense. <laughs> I, I hope it continues, but and this is no indictment of of Rhea Perlman in the character, because yeah. I love her and I love her performance. But something you said stuck with me, which is forget Sid. Yeah, um, forget I wouldn't Sid. mind if the show did that. I think we're building up to that. I mean, I know we have other episodes yeah. to cover, and we'll get there. But I think they're learning every step of the way that Sid's no good. Sid has provided no benefit, even after they saved her life. You know, more, yeah. you know, or or bring her along. It's just yeah. no more of these missions for 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 me. I don't want this to sound like a condemnation, but the moment you said enough of Sid, I, yeah. I just immediately wanted to scream, <laughs> "Yes, that enough of Sid." I've had enough. So it, I don't mean to yuck some uh, someone else's yum. I guarantee you, somebody somewhere Sid's their favorite character. <laughs> so that, that's just, but that that's not my favorite aspect of the show. Sid anyway, and though, that yeah. What's that? Sid and Bulio. Favorite oh, so character. She's no, she, but who is a Bulio? <laughs> Win the war. Well, let's move on. What do you say, Matt? You want to yeah, move let's on? Let's move on. But I would love those two episodes. Those two, those two episodes were yeah. great. Can't wait to get back to this plot, which is probably going to cross over with the cross fire, cross hair spot, you know. Cross hair. Yeah. I, I think, um, and apologies to the listener who who wrote to me saying they just got that out of their head. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Do it. Get caught up in it. Um, <laughs> no, it sucks. Don't get it. I, I kind of said this about the solitary clone, but I think that was my my favorite two episodes of the show. Yeah, I was like, as you already said, that for me is the bad batch. Yeah, totally. Those those two episodes. That's the be- That's what this show can do. But it's not just that. Because as we know with Star Wars, you never really know what you're going to (laughs) get. Episode nine, The Crossing. And no, we're not talking about the outlet center close to Tannersville, which is about an hour outside of the Poconos. That's The Crossings. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that one. I know you were thinking it. Yeah. It's, um, you know, some people go to ski at Camelback while other people in your party go to The Crossings. Okay, got it. That's a, I don't know who that was for. I really <laughs> I don't, don't know who um, in the, is going to get that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Wouldn't you know it? It's another mission from Sid gone wrong. And the batch now a three member batch and Omega. Well, really four because Omega is yeah. really stepping up as part. I really like seeing that Omega stepping up as a valuable member of the batch. They're stranded and they have to cross dangerous terrain. Their ship and Gonky is stolen. Ooh. So we were wondering in our last episode, where's Gonky? Gonky's in this episode, and we'll just put a pin in that because we've got more to say about Gonky. Yeah, but we, but we can say our Gonky watch has ended. And now our <laughs> Gonky watch has ended. Uh, Gonky's back. Clink is not back. So now we uh, can no begin. Clink, clink watch. <laughs> that is ongoing. Uh, Omega's. They're like, it's just a ship. We'll find it. And Omega's like, no, it's my home. It's like, and I remember it's like, she's not where they made her the little room. Yeah. Little yeah. Blanket fort there. Yeah. So she's really upset and it's not really about the ship at all. Tech is not understanding that. Yeah. Tech is. Tech just doesn't think that way. And yeah. whatever is pretty much like, 
it, like does not get it. And so Hunter has to be like, look, can you try a little harder? And it's clear Omega is not over Echo leaving. Mm-hmm. And Tech handles that badly, but then he handles it well. And I thought this was a good moment of growth for Omega. Even she spells out her growth right at the end. Yeah. She's like, we're all together. I grew this episode. <laughs> yeah, and we'll deal with it. But I like that an, another episode of tech growth Yeah, I thought was interesting. Yes. Because um, more in this season so far than I feel like he got in the entirety of season Well, one. I think the Echo and Tech are getting a lot of extra time um, this season, you know, because they were a little underserved last season. Um, in fact, I'm actually there, waiting to get a yeah. little more record love. I think record's been being. I, I thought you were because under, under, there's no underserved. ongoing thing about record's headache. Yeah. There's not a lot of Hunter at all. No, no, barely any Hunter. I mean, you don't, cause he, Hunter will get his time. I think when, when, when cross hair comes back and everything, you know, I, one thing I, I was really bothering me this episode was how much tech was riding hunt, uh, Wrecker. And Wrecker was even being like, you know, I'm always carrying stuff. I'm always doing stuff. Wrecker being the brute muscle. He's always getting pushed around. And Tech was, uh, I think, a little mean to my to my boy there. So, now we are trapped. And we have lost all of our Ipsium. Well, I, I suppose that's my fault too. Well, technically, yes. If you had not let our ship get stolen, we would be aboard it right now with the mineral. <sighs> None of this is helping. Oh, so you were mad at the characters within the show, not at the show. Oh, no, the characters in the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tech was being yeah, a that's, dick. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> anyway, there, there's growth all around. And in the middle of this, they, they so they have to cross this dangerous terrain and they get through a stampede that's right out of the Lion King. Um, I also couldn't help but think of the stampede in Sunny Day in the Void. Oh, yeah. A lot of Omega growth, and that's it. And we're like, what if they get to the spaceport and it's abandoned? What are they going to do? Got to get a ship. Yep. Yep. Got to get a ship. Got to get out of there. And I'll tell you what, it leads right into the latest episode, episode 10, Retrieval. Mm -hmm. And we follow the thief who stole the Marauder. I thought it was Hondo. Oh, both yeah, because he looked like, him, at first. looked like him with the helmet. A little. And yeah. I got a little, I'm like, is this Hondo? It's good. Please, is it Hondo? Oh, my God. Is is, is he going <laughs> to bring the ship to Taz Morgan? Is it going to be some more Cal? It's like, <laughs> yeah. what, is, what is happening? No, it's not. Um, it's this kid named Benny. And <laughs> oh, man. he flies the stolen ship back to the production of Oliver, where he lives. <laughs> and... He and a bunch of youngsters work for a prick named Mako, which every time they said that, I was thinking of, I'm not deep into Final Fantasy, but I played the the remake. Oh, I don't know anything about Final that. Final Fantasy VII, and they're talking about Mako every six seconds. But mm. So he's kind of a Lady Proxima Unkar Plut mix. Yeah. And gorges himself on animated food like he's... Doing a Denethor audition. Well, a little bit like, you know, bad guys eating food, you know, something about it. Just the way they yeah, like, yeah. They a lot of <laughs> succulent food dripping down their cheeks and stuff. And it's disgusting. Know. Yeah. yeah. It, it, exactly. It was, it was like, you, there was definitely a cherry tomato in there. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. W- meanwhile, he makes all the rest of his, you know, his, his workers work their butts off to become top earner. And the top earner gets a bowl of soup. Everyone else gets to share a bowl of soup. <laughs> Hey, it's good soup. Good soup. Uh, uh, 
I hope so. No, I hope there's some barley in there or something. But Omega has the idea to track Gonky. Yes. The Batch doesn't think of this. The Batch yeah. is like, we, we, for some reason, they're unable to track the ship. And she's like, no, we track Gonky, who's on the ship. And this, not only is Gonky back, this is Gonky's biggest episode to date. And possibly, tell me if you agree, the biggest showcase a power droid oh, yeah. has ever gotten in Star Wars. This is, uh, dare I say it, the, the Gonkassance, you know? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gonkassance. It has begun. I mean, there's an actual scene yeah. with Gonky and some dialogue yep. even. Yeah. Like Gonky gets these close-ups like it's a it's a face. Oh, yeah. And, and even his gonk gonks are, have a little personality to them. He's saying something kind of like in that in that R2-D2 beepy way. Like you can tell he has inflection with his gonks. The only other gonk heavy scene that I remember that is is even close is the when a gonk's getting tortured in oh the gonk screaming oh that tortured me as a child which never i was like since when does a gonk talk like that yeah it's like and some people's like well that's not the gonk i'm like then who is it who was it also makes no sense but i'm like that's okay it's it's return of the jedi we love it it doesn't matter but this is this really was next level and i and i i don't want to feel like again we were being prophetic with gonky watch but we said where's gonky and they're like oh you want gonky oh yeah 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 <laughs> they like it's almost Here's like, like the, the writer's room like you know four episodes it was like shit gonky oh yeah he, he has the bat <laughs> he knows where it is <laughs> well overcompensate give him close-ups make it look like he's a, he's giving exposition in the two towers yeah, he saves the bat um, yeah there you go it's revealed that mako is de- deceiving his miners that he said there's a shortage of Ipsium, which they're mining. There isn't. And he's just hoarding and he's just an a-hole. He's using what power he has to take advantage of others, of those less fortunate. Yeah. And this is really the empire in microcosm. Yeah. Uh, Tech points this out. Omega spells it out a lot more bluntly uh, at the end of the episode in case we missed it. Yes. The empire is not the only threat. We've seen so many in the galaxy like Mako. Uh, a text response to that is, yeah, but there are good people like us too. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. But yeah, it, I, I was still hung up on the first part. It's like stuff like this happened before, as we know from Clone Wars, but now it's really flourishing. The empire is not only o- almost encouraging it, but setting an example. Well, yeah. Because- and I think this, they don't have a, a war to fight. So they, they need enemies. They need unrest. You know, they like, and and also, I mean, they have the rebellion that's going to pop up and insurgents, but like they need a, a new face, a new enemy to fight with their imperial stormtroopers, you know. So they allow all this stuff to happen. They need an other. Yeah, they need an other. You know, yeah. So so they need the equivalent of a new separatist yeah. army. Yeah. Um. Before they start blowing up the actual alliance planets. Yeah, they need a threat. Scare yeah, everybody. An excuse. Mm-hmm. And it's just there, there's no standard. There's no more example. Of how you sh- how you ha- everything that that how someone can act mm-hmm. and necessarily like there's no mark of good everything a Jedi should be or right. were you know thought to be that goodness that kindness that's not the example that's ringing loud and true throughout the galaxy right they're seeing the Empire pull all this stuff and that's inspiring these awful people to say I'm going to make myself a little version of that and that 
was that hit home. Yeah. And was also quite horrible. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, the more I think about it, there, there was a, a lot more going on in this episode than I thought. Uh, and, and in the end, uh, well, I, I should say the bridge scene they have over this, that long bridge. Did that remind you of Temple of Doom? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Over lava, bridge over lava. Sure, sure. Well, Temple there's lava, but also it's like the, the bridge in the jungle because they're coming out of one end. Oh, yeah. The other. He, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that definitely. That was good. Sure. Um, were you <laughs> glad that Mako dies? I was very glad that Mako dies because he's just felt like another one episode villain to me. Uh, I, I like the Benny Mako thing. It felt very like, you know, this is a throwback. But you remember like uh, old Looney Tunes cartoons? You got the small dog and the big dog. Hey, you want I should dig up some bones for you? Anything you say, Spike? Because you and me is pals. That's right, isn't it, Spike? You know, the yeah, small, sure. Yeah. That's what this. I mean, like. I, not. I, I don't. I, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't have a clue what you're talking about. But okay. <laughs> Play a clip. But it's like, like, oh, Benny just really wanted to make Mako happy. He's like, oh, Mako is gonna. It, it said it. They cut my wages to save the mine. You know, like they just said, just blind love and trust in Mako. And, you know. <laughs> and then Omega shows him the thing. It's like he's yeah. like, no, wait a minute, Mako sucks. Mako sucks. We're we're eating <laughs> one bowl of soup for sixteen people. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is no shortage, and and he turns right round. I, I was happy that Mako died. I was have I was worried. I'm like, if they turn him into a recurring Admiral no. Trench or something, I'm just gonna. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you foot. what Mako was. I mean, I I hope that they taught the batch or like this opened the batch's eyes to how bad Sid sucks because Sid, in a way, is doing the same thing Mako was doing. It's like you know, yes. only one bowl yes. of soup for you boys. Sorry. <laughs> You know, like get out of here. I, I don't think not as bad, but it's yeah. But this is the kind of thing. Same I think manipulation. If anyone questions it, Omega will question it first. Yeah, exactly. Because even though they're not going by the chip anymore, there's probably still something about them. This is good soldiers follow orders. Yeah. And Omega, her eyes are open now. Maybe she'll be the one to be like, no, it's like what what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, she's learning all um, the lessons. She's going to put it together. I think she's going to be the one to be like, Sid, I think you're manipulating us. You're giving us one bowl of soup and I'm not going to take it anymore. It's, and you never want one bowl of soup, but you also don't want too many. You yeah. know, there, you there's, a, there's a level cap at bowls of soup yeah. and the rule is... Never more than 12. Wow, yeah, 12 bowls of soup. Yeah, don't want to go more yeah. than 12. Absolutely. Never more. Never, never more. more than that. Never more. <laughs> or else consequences. <laughs> Benny the thief in the end made friends with Omega and oh, a little scamp. And I think it's pretty clear that he'll be back. You know, I, I maybe he will be because I feel like every character they meet, they'll be like, oh, I'll see you next time. Like every single character will be. Gunji's coming back. The old guy from episode two is coming back. This kid's coming back. They can't meet everybody again. I, I don't know why you're hung up on that old guy. I don't <laughs> well, think well, he's on. coming back. I they, they spent a lot of time with him. I don't know. Not really, though. <laughs> he said, I'll see you again or something at the end of the episode. I don't know. It's like a friend. Oh, oh, may I, I think it's the, the I, I can see them thinking, oh, this this Benny. Benny is going to be a hit. A Benny. So yeah. we've got a whole arc planned with Benny. We've got the, the Black Series Benny's ready to go. Oh, <laughs> this you know, kid's going to be hit. Put him it's next going to the be clink flying dolls. off the shelves yeah. as quick as the first order snowtrooper. Um, it's going to be in Nat Cat's, you yeah. know, loot box. Yeah, there you go, perfect. It it's going to be everywhere. I, I'm neither here nor there, or Benny. I really don't have an opinion on Benny. Yeah, but I I, I got a hot take for you, Matt. Ooh, go for it. I want to see what you think about this. Sound sound the hot take. Wow, I haven't sounded that in a while. Go for it. Yeah. 
could, because there are some episodes of the show that involve Clone Force 99. Then, as we've already said, there are at least two episodes, Clone Conspiracy and Solitary Clone this season, that don't. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a mission with them. Sometimes it's about the greater fate of the clones. Could the title of the show, The Bad Batch, kind of refer to the entirety of the clone army now? It's not just referring to Clone Force 99. The title applies to every clone we see, especially when Clone Force 99 is not even in the episode or is barely in the episode. In effect, they are all, every clone now is beating, being treated like a bad batch. Yeah. This is our bad batch of soldiers that we want to get rid of. This is our bad batch of cookies. Throw them away. Just dispose of them. Mm. Maybe eat one because we're hungry, but just, you know, <laughs> yeah. get rid of it. Do you think I'm trying to really force this or do you think there's something to that? Uh, I think there's a little bit of forcing, but there's definitely something to there. I, I think that, okay. like we were saying before, the show is at its best when it's telling the entire story of the clones. Like uh, our boys, at, at our Clone 99 it's how special. We like, it's how we like it the most, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like in the beginning you thought like, oh, okay, like the, the show's about a bunch of clones with like different superpowers. But it really has evolved beyond that. It's really just about the clones and how terribly they were treated and the over, you know, arching nature of being a clone, not necessarily a special one with special powers. I think it's, you know, uh, so it could be about the normal clones, the, all clones, the whole show could be sure. could be all that. That's why, I, that's why I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like, it's a little thinking of it, how you just put it. It's a little heavy handed to be like, if, if any clone steps up and says to them all, we are all the bad batch. <laughs> yeah. like, no, you're not. <laughs> that, yeah, it's that's going to be a little. We're all we are all the Flash. Yeah, yeah. That makes me think of, even <laughs> though I didn't see that episode. Just I know about it because yeah, of I know about it as well. But yeah, I could see this show doing that. Is the yeah. thing having either Rex or Hunter stepping up to a whole bunch of clones and being like, no. We are all the Bad Batch. I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. I could could see them doing something like that. I kind of thematically and symbolically, I like that. Whether they do that that or not. Yeah, it's a good take. It's a hot take. It's it's a good take. It's hot. It's hot. I don't, uh, it it also might be awful. I'm not sure. Anyway, final thoughts on these four episodes, Matt Romano. Uh, another fun four episodes of The Batch. Still enjoying the show, you know, d- despite the whiplash that we may feel between, you know, stories. But I think, like, I think the next uh, episode is actually called Tipping Point. So I'm excited for that because I feel like we are at a tipping mm. point, <laughs> you know, in the yeah. series, you know. Who do you think the tipping points is that is? Do you think it could be a tipping point with Sid and her behavior or a tipping point with the empire and something has to change. I have a feeling it's going to be Sid and her behavior. It's going to be either another one final Sid mission go wrong or something Sid related, because I think we need to detach from Sid. um, And that, so they can go on a mission with echo and Rex. And then we can get into the end game of this season because we are getting late in the game here. (laughs) We just want more Rex and more Rex. Yeah. And Cody, you know, let's get to it. Tipping point is whatever gives us Rex and Cody. Tip it that way, you know, in that direction, I think. No, it's too much nostalgia to have old legacy characters show up every episode. Also, I want Rex and Cody in the credits. (laughs) But they're not even like like legacy characters showing up. Because if this show is about the clones, like you just so eloquently put, then it makes perfect sense for them to show up. Come on. Yeah. Also, it makes sense because that's what we want. That's what, and we're entitled to it and give it to us. Yep. yep. We're entitled. Yep. Where's the book? Yep. Um, 
Well, with that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Return of the Pot, a podcast about Star Wars. May the Force be with you. And as always, many boats. We're back, and that's going to take us into Brian's Book Club. The Sacred Jedi Text. Ooh, haven't been here in a while. That's right. <laughs> it's been a little while. Just one point of interest that I want to point out, and you guessed it. It has to do with Star Wars, The High Republic. Prosperity, pioneering, and adventure marked the era of The High Republic. So high. Now, there's been a, a big part of Phase 2 was an audio drama called The Battle of Jeddah. Oh, cool. As you remember Jeddah, of yes. course, Matt Romano. Yes, that's the, the planet with the with the Jedi statue um, on its side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. In the High Republic, we're dealing with Jeddah in its prime, and it is a mecca for all kinds of faiths in oh. the galaxy far, far away, not just the Jedi and not just the Force. And there's a lot going on. And so after this, these events happen after the book Cataclysm, and the comics are kind of intermixed there. But just in case you love the audio drama and want to want to get a better fix on it and want to want to actually read it in case you don't like listening to things like audio dramas, in case you kind of can't help but zoning out when just listening to things like me sometimes. <laughs> I know a lot of our listeners really like uh to listen to the Star Wars books on audio, and so do I, because they do such a great job with them. And this is another full cast, full cast recording. Oh, I love that. Audio yeah, I do love the, the audio Jedi. Yeah, it's really well done. Mm-hmm. But just in case you would like to read it, the script is now available. You can get it. It's a it's a beautiful looking book written by the wonderful George Mann, and that's out right now. So. If you and this is really for the shelf completists, that, and I know they're they're out there. One of you or two of you might be listening to the show right now. They want to have the entire High Republic lined up on the shelf. Well, you had Tempest Runner, which was the audio drama in Phase One. That's on the shelf now. You can have the Battle of Jeddah, and it's even more important now because as much as I love Tempest Runner, Battle of Jeddah is pivotal. Mm. So for one reason or another you would rather read it than listen to it or both. You can pick it up right now. Get it and do it. I highly recommend it's, it's really quite wonderful. It's all the different strands of phase two coming together, including the absolutely wretched path of the open hand, but I will save my thoughts on them for another time. (laughs) And that has been Brian's book club. Dear Mr. Dashwood enclosed are the first few chapters of a piece I've only begun working on. And that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Over on Apple Podcasts, a big thank you to Charles Hopkins III for a very nice review. And thank you as well to Teacher Amy 333 Yes. Who wrote a great review that contained a line that I couldn't stop laughing about. I texted you and Caitlin <laughs> yes. about this line because this is a tag. This is I, – I want – this to be the new tagline for our show. <laughs> I want this to be on shirts. And the line is, and and they said it with love. So I'm celebrating Oh, we love this. Yeah, this is with love. Yeah. Yes. The line is, and I quote, I think this is a show you will either love or hate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's true. It's absolutely oh, true. Yeah. You know? 
And I mean, I'd rather it be that than just, yeah, it's kind of fine. I'd yeah. always rather be extreme one way or another. It's <laughs> yeah, like, well, well, you really love it. Extreme or... in one way, maybe in a one direction. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. More um, extreme. If, if, that's if for sure. I, I'm surprised if we're inspiring passionate hatred. I could say it's like, <laughs> oh, it's annoying as hell. I can't take it. Um, that I can absolutely understand. Sure. But yeah, love or hate, I get it. It's true. Yeah, there, there's yeah. no middle ground. <laughs> Just be thankful you really can't see us. <laughs> oh, oh, you would yeah, hate us, yeah. uh, especially especially faces. not 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 you or I. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think this is a show you'll either love or hate. Thank you so much, Teacher Thank Amy three 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 four. And this is in the middle of a very kind review. Very very love nice this words. Review. I just thought that was really hilarious and appropriate. And like I said, I'm gonna put it on. I'm, I'm gonna start putting it on things. Like Good. new mugs, T-shirts, things like that. On Twitter, I want to say hello and thank you to Kelly Tanner for a very lovely message they sent about the character Geode from the High Republic and how they bonded with their child about it and more. As someone who was fascinated by Geode myself, I loved reading your thoughts and I hope to go into some of them in a little more detail in a later episode, because you had some really interesting things to say about Geode. I also owe you an apology that it took me so long to read the message and respond. Somehow I just didn't see it. It got lost Come in on, my Brian. Twitter mail. Envelope. It did. I, I don't, <laughs> you know, my account, it's not even may or may not be notable. It's not notable. Mm. So I so I missed it, but it was such a wonderful message, and I will respond on Twitter as well. Hopefully, uh, you're listening, Kelly Tanner. Also on Twitter, listener Joachim, aka Belgian Jedi, wrote that the big spiders in the Bad Batch episode Tribe. You remember the one on Kashyyyk? Yes, of course. That those spiders are Kinraf, and they come from Knights of the Old Republic, which they say is. Quote, the best Star Wars game of all time, Ooh. end quote. I didn't catch that at all. And I looked again and I looked it up and it seems like it. I, I um, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. If um, Belgian, when, when has Belgian Jedi ever steered us wrong? Uh, you know, I never. So I, I'm just going to accept that as truth. There you go. Yeah. We'll just, we're just going to cannon, cannon, fire. Fire. <laughs> there you go. You heard it first. Yeah, we're, we're fans of, of Knights of the Old Republic, too, and we're hoping that game still happens. For an update of the success of Matt Romano's reel and the continuing mystery of the orange-helmeted Mando, I'm going to flip it over to, that's right, the only other person here. <laughs> I'm only here. Yeah, I'm only one here. Matt Romano. All right, thank you. Uh, yes, so if uh, for listeners that listen to the show, Last week, uh, we had a special edition of Captain's Corner uh, where uh, we talked about this this silly little a really masturbatory one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, was it? Was that what it was? Okay, a uh, little, a little bit, whatever. Uh, well, it's if you like mas- mas- masturbatory, then uh, here here comes some more. Uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> You're gonna love it or hate it. Yeah, they're gonna love it or hate it. But the, this this silly little TikTok I made about the the Lego uh, Mandalorian battle pack, which is just a pack of minifigs, uh, and I happened to notice that some of the minifigs bared resemblance to those appearing in the Mando season three trailer. So I made a funny little uh, video about it. I joked about how it went viral on TikTok, only got like a thousand views, but where it really hit surprisingly and hilariously uh, was on Instagram. So at yeah. at, the, at the current moment. Uh, the reel I made has uh, 37,000 views, over 5,000 likes, uh, 
100 comments, over 1,000 shares. Like, that's viral, I think that's I'm going to say. Gr- I mean, when you when you joked, it's like it's viral and then said the TikTok. I'm like, that's that's not viral. Yeah, that's not viral. TikTok, it's good. good. It's better sure. than anything I'm doing on TikTok. <laughs> but that's outrageous for Instagram. Outrageous. And, like, it, it's been hilarious to see uh, the comments, like, mostly positive. Some people being like, what the hell is this? I don't get it. <laughs> not, uh, not all of them. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, some people, some of them are like, I I hope you die in a fire. It's like, wow. Well, it is still the Internet. So, you know, uh, (laughs) you'll either love them or hate them. (laughs) But uh, but really, uh, it's been a a really fun ride. And I wonder if there's anybody listening to the show that has found the show through this reel. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. It's probably the, the biggest thing we've ever done. You're talking. You're talking like like it's it's the culmination of Oscar season for you. Like you've been campaigning for months. We did it. I'll I, I'll be posting nothing else on our socials ever again. Um, so we did it, it, Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. Uh, I hope we found some new listeners, though. I hope it did something for you. You know, maybe. You know, yeah. They t- they tuned in and then immediately tuned out. <laughs> exactly. But wait, but actually, it, it did do something for us, which is very interesting. And we're not going to get into it too much into it right now. But we made some friends uh, through this little reel. Yeah, you've you've been um, you've been DMing a little bit, haven't you? I've been DMing a little bit. Uh, yeah, and, so and not just with me, with with other actual people, other actual people through the reels. So uh, I'll leave it at that. It's interesting. We'll have more hopefully to talk about it s- soon. But man, guys, just round of applause. Good job all around on on the reel. Thirty seven thousand. Neither Caitlin or I had anything to do with it. This is a round of applause for yourself. In which case, I'll join in. Hey, thank you, thank you. The first Imperial Stormtrooper reel. <laughs> hey, but you know what? It, it, you know, I hope we enlightened some people. You know, really made people think. You know that because that's what we aim this to do. This isn't the last time we're going to be talking about this reel, is it? Nope, we're going to be probably talking about it all season. Wait till we get to see the orange helmet. This is like you bringing your Emmy into like into the every squadcast <laughs> recording window. It'd be like just polishing her up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's people listening that have had bigger social media success than we have. And if you have, call I, us. I, call us. Uh, it we'll do. It really collab. doesn't take much, but but <laughs> I'm I'm glad because it, it was a. I, I also really liked your music choice. Oh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. it. You know, that was a you know, trending and, and sound. Was, uh, yeah. You know, I'm a, you know, we're, we're both, we're both uh, Blade Runner Replicants. Fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, you are? <laughs> oh, wait, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. You don't, yeah, you don't <laughs> want to broadcast that, It's ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, we're going to buckle off, but join us next week where we're going to begin coverage of season three of The Mandalorian. Finally, we're here. Mandalorian. Ah, Ah, We did it. All right. Of course, not to be forgotten, we'll be going back in for more of season two of The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. That's right. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Return of the Pod. You can find our web, go to to our website, rather, at returnofthepod.net, where you can leave voicemails. Visit returnofthepod.store, where you can buy all kinds of merchandising. 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 And you can support the show, if you want, at buymeacoffee.com slash returnofthepod. And I should also mention, at our website, you can just leave... Uh, written messages yes. as well. You can leave written you messages. Rather... You can leave 
the voicemails, like you said, you could tweet at us, you could Instagram. There's a lot of ways to get in touch with us. Yeah, and and, and we, you've probably already heard there's exciting things happening in the store, aren't there? Oh, my goodness. We have a whole new line of products. We've got some great stickers, mugs. I think we're going to have to start uh, highlighting a different item in the store every week. You know, maybe we'll do that in the Mando I, season. I mean, I can already tell that's going to be a lot of people's favorites. <laughs> They're going to definitely not um, skip over it. You know, it's going to be good. And that's the gag. Yeah. Chances are you bought them already. <laughs> um, and I, but I also want to thank um, a, a couple listeners have <laughs> talk about pointless insanity. Join me over on Letterboxd. Oh my goodness. <laughs> are you serious? I, yeah, I, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with Letterbox. It's my same name over on and and it's what it, what it's doing that's nice though is it's it's pushing me to watch more films outside of my comfort zone um, okay. instead of just rewatching this series for the millionth time. I'm you branching know, out, going branching out. So that's really nice. Um, so if you want to join me over there, people are having so much fun over. It sounds Letterbox. like I, I can really hear are. the noise from over here. You know, it's it's getting the, the rowdy. Din. <laughs> Over you can there. hear it, right? I can hear you it. can hear the din. Now, I'm it. not saying we're close to the level of popularity as Matt's real. <laughs> I was going to say it's not 37,000 views popular, but uh, no, nah. no, not even nah. close. <laughs> um, but, you know, <laughs> one day our <laughs> prince will come, except not really. In the meantime, before we come back next week, you're, you've already, everyone has already tuned out. Matt Romano, in terms of social media, home address, what have you, you can be found where? Social security number. You can get me at, at <laughs> Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O on Twitter. That's where I am. The last three numbers of his credit card are X-Y-T. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. It's the stupidest combination I ever heard in my life. It's kind of thing an idiot when I have it as luggage. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and, yep, Letterboxd, at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. We promise you, Caitlin, will be back next week. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a shivy and remember, hope it's like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. Many boats and be the spark. <laughs>